0: all right there you are i'm pastor gillespie from st john evangelical lutheran church in school sherman center random lake wisconsin this is our congregation at prayer for today september 25th 2020 so glad to have you with us here and i see tim eileen my mother and i'm sure there's others who've checked in on the chat uh, and then, of course there's those who watch it later in the day good to have you too <laughs> even though you're not here right at the moment you will be there later Uh, And also in our podcast format, the audio-only format. So, lots of ways to watch or listen. Yeah, Michael, Don, good to see you check in. So, let's begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, Say it with me. Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. Romans 13, verse 10. Alright, now our psalm for this week, Psalm 90. Lord, you have been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed, the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You are Return, man, to dust, and say, Return, O children of man. For a thousand years in your sight are but as yesterday when it is past, or as a watch in the night. You sweep them away as with a flood. They are like a dream, like grass that is renewed in the morning. In the morning it flourishes and is renewed, and in the evening it fades and withers. For we are brought to an end by your anger. By your wrath we are dismayed. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our first reading today is continuation of readings from Hebrews, now chapter 10. For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, with the, these same sacrifices which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered. For the worshippers, once purified, would have had no more consciousness of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, By that, will we have? By that will we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. There ends the reading.
1: And yes, then our reading from Numbers chapter nine.
0: Now the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Let the children of Israel keep the Passover at its appointed time. On the fourteenth day of this month at twilight you shall keep it at its appointed time. According to all its rites and ceremonies you shall keep it. So Moses told the children of Israel that they should keep the Passover. And they kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the first month at twilight in the wilderness of Sinai, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses. So the children of Israel did. Now there were certain men who had defi- who were defiled by a human corpse so that they could not keep the passover on that day and they came before Moses and Aaron that day and those men said to him we became defiled by a human corpse why are we kept from presenting the offering of the lord at its appointed time among the children of israel and moses said to them stand still that i may hear what the lord will command concerning you and the lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If any, any one of you or your posterity is unclean because of a corpse or is far away on a journey, he may still keep the Lord's Passover. On the fourteenth day of the second month at twilight, they may keep it. They shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall leave none of it till, until the morning, nor break one of its bones. According to all its ordinance, all the ordinances of the Passover, they shall keep it. But the man who is clean and is not on a journey and ceases to keep the Passover, that same person shall be cut off from among his people, because he did not bring the offering of the Lord at its appointed time, that man shall bear his sin. And if a stranger dwells among you and would keep the Lord's Passover, he must do so according to the rite of the Passover and according to its ceremony. You shall have one ordinance both for the stranger and the native of the land. There ends the reading. right, this is our reading for Catechesis, so some questions and answers. Uh, Feel free to yell it out like you're playing Jeopardy at home, (laughs) I guess. Um, How long had it been since Israel left Egypt? What does it say? Yeah, it's been one year. It's the first month of the second year, the beginning of the second year. Uh, And what was the appointed time of the Passover? We studied this in Exodus. It's the twilight of the 14th day of the first month, the month of Nisan. Now, what did the Passover commemorate? You know this quite well, uh, but children especially, passing over, who passed over? The angel of death, right? Passed over the homes that had the mark on their doorpost and lentil of the blood of the Lamb. Now, why did Moses stress in verse 5, yeah, in verse 5, that the Israelites did everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Why emphasize that it be done just as the Lord had commanded? This isn't just a legal obligation. It's actually more than that. It's because the word of God's promise are attached to the doing of these things, right? So we do it in the way that it's given so that we receive the promise that's been attached to it. This obviously applies to the Lord's Supper, in what way? We say what the Lord has commanded because his promise is attached to it, and we do it in the way that he has instituted it. right? So those who would change the words of institution, for example, um, not just simply a different translation, but say this, this bread represents Christ's body, well, now you're actually changing the very thing. right? It's no longer what the Lord has instituted. All right. So we don't add or take away from it. Uh, What prevented some of the men from keeping the Passover? That's that little interlude in the middle. Yeah, they were ceremonially unclean because they had touched a dead body. We've studied that. That was in Leviticus, right? Um, Why were dead bodies unclean? Why are dead bodies unclean? Well, death, of course, is the ultimate mark of the curse of sin, isn't it? Uh, think about what Ro- um, Paul says in Romans 6. Yeah, Sorry, I'm having t- trouble typing today for some reason. All right, there it is. Yeah, you know this one well. For the wages of sin is death, uh, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, but why is this text then imp- important text for the passion narrative about the dead body being unclean? Think of uh, how it said in John 18, they led Jesus from Caiaphas to the praetorium. It was early morning, but they themselves did not go into the praetorium, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Lest they should be defiled. All right, now, this is going to get interesting, I think. I think also uh, later on in chapter 19, therefore, because it was the preparation day, that the body should not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, The Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So they're worried about ritual uncleanness there. Um, Later on, after this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission, so he came and took the body of Jesus. And Nicodemus, hmm, Nicodemus, a Pharisee, who at first came to Jesus by night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds, and they, they took the body of Jesus and bound it in strips of linen with the spices, as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was pur- uh, crucified, there was a garden, and in that garden a new tomb in which no one had yet been laid. So they, there they laid Jesus because of the Jews' preparation day, for the tomb was nearby. Um, and then one more St. Paul in Second Corinthians has this to say. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf: be reconciled to God, for He made Him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. All right, Jesus became unclean that we might cleanse that He might cleanse us from our sin, and you notice. Um, how hung up the, the rest of the Jews are in handling the body of Jesus, the corpse of Jesus. And yet here's Nicodemus, a Pharisee, um, who in the spirit of these men who came to Moses and Aaron uh, in regards to ritual uncleanness, handle, had, after having handled a dead body, um, they rightfully understand that they need the forgiveness that the Passover brings.
1: Hmm.
0: Now, when could those who were unclean or away on a journey celebrate the Passover? What does he say? Yeah, the same time, right? On the 14th day of the second month at twilight. 14th day of oh, the second month. Oh, so a month later. Oh, okay. Now, why were they um, clean at that point? A month later, why were they clean? Is it because, uh, you know, it's like the, the stink of it had gotten off of them or something? No. No, it's because um, God declares them clean. Um, note how he declares them clean. He actually has a whole ritual attached to this. So it's not the same time. It's a month later. Um, here's what he prescribes later on in Numbers 19, also back in Leviticus, we read, He who touches the dead body of anyone shall be unclean seven days. All right. He shall purify himself with water on the third day and on the seventh day, and then he shall be clean. But if he does not purify himself on the third day and on the seventh day, he will not be clean. All right. So he's got a week there. And notice how they're made clean. They're sanctified. They're made holy. Made clean again through water. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. What happened uh, to a man, or to the man who did not celebrate the Passover? Um, even though he was ceremonially clean and not away on a journey. Now he's cut off from the people and he bears the consequences of his sin, right? So It's only through the promise that uh, death is passed passes over the wages of sin, right? How were the um, aliens that is the non-Israelites to keep the Passover? Were they given like exception they could do it in their own way? No. Same ordinance, right? For both stranger and native in the land. All right, meditation on this text. Through the dead body of the Son of Man, our unclean bodies of death are cleansed. He cleanses men of death by having entered the filth of the grave and being raised again on the third day for our justification. Just as those who had touched a dead body were, through water and God's declaration made unclean, are made clean, excuse me, so also we have been declared righteous for the sake of our Lord who suffered death and was raised on the third day. Though Nicodemus had gone away confused when he heard the Son of Man must be lifted up, John 3, at the crucifixion he came to take the body of our Lord, for he trusted in Christ our Passover Lamb. Nicodemus' uncleanness was exchanged for Christ's cleanness or righteousness. We are likewise made clean as we eat and drink the body and blood of the one who died and rose again for us men and for our salvation. Through Christ, death passes over us, and we live. Yeah, So it's always helpful to note when the Lord commands that the Passover be kept as an ordinance through all our generations, and that Christ is the fulfillment of that promise. And in Christ, every time we gather around the Lord's body and blood, death passes over us again, as he promised. All right, seventh commandment. You shall not steal. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not take our neighbor's money or possessions or get them in any dishonest way, but help him to improve and protect his possessions and income. Eighth commandment. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. What does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not tell lies about our neighbor, betray him, slander him, or hurt his reputation, but defend him, speak well of him, and explain everything in the kindest way. We pray, Lord God, Heavenly Father, in the seventh commandment, you teach us that all our possessions and income are gifts of your love. You have given us our daily work and earthly resources that we might serve our neighbor in need. For Jesus' sake, forgive us our sins of selfishness and greed, of being stingy and making a God out of our money and possessions, of cheating others to get what we don't deserve, of being lazy in our daily tasks, of working only for the benefit of ourselves. We thank you for the privilege of being able to share your love and care for others through the daily work and temporal gifts you have given us. Grant us your grace and compassion in Jesus that we might be faithful stewards of these gifts, using them according to your will to help our neighbors in need. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Merciful God and Father, in the Eighth Commandment, you teach us that a person's good name and reputation are gifts of your grace and that you desire them to be defended and protected by what we say. For Jesus' sake, forgive us from, of, for every form of lying, gossip, and slander which hurts our neighbor in the eyes of others. Forgive us for all the ways in which we pass judgment against our neighbor when we have not been given authority to do so. Forgive us for failing to defend our neighbor when his good name and reputation are being attacked by others. By your words of grace and mercy to us in Jesus, teach us to tell the truth in love and strengthen us to cover our neighbor's sins with words of forgiveness and compassion. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. On this Friday, we pray for the preaching of the Holy Cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, for it spread throughout the whole world, for the persecuted and for the sick and dying. We pray for all our first responders, doctors, nurses, and all those who work in nursing homes and hospitals. We pray for an end to all fear, anxious thoughts, and constant worry trusting that God will provide all that is needed in every circumstance. We pray for deliverance from pestilence, sedition, and rebellion. We pray for our military and law enforcement personnel. On this September 25th, we pray for those who rejoice in their birthday, Shirley and Lenore, who celebrates 90 birthdays today. Pray for those who celebrate their baptism, Pauline. Those who rejoice in their wedding anniversary, Monty and Linda, Kevin and Mandy those who are giving thanks for the gift of healing, Carol. We also give thanks for the gift of service that we received from, or from teacher John Tarr, uh, whose farewell and Godspeed will be this Sunday, his last day being a week from Friday. We pray for all those who are ill, who are uh, recovering from surgery or undergoing treatment, especially Marcella, Jan, Ron, Marlene, Brad, Janet, Timothy, and Pastor Lindau, Sandy, Linda, Joan, Ken, Aaron, Roger, Steve, and Jean. Pray for my family as we continue to grieve the death of my aunt. Pray for those who are homebound, Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey. Pray for all the missions and mercy work of our church, especially the Orphan Grain Train and the Federwitz family.
1: For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Right. We pray the collect for this week from Trinity
0: for Trinity 15. O Lord, we implore you, let your continual pity cleanse and defend your church, and because she cannot continue in safety without your aid, preserve her evermore by your help and goodness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray the Lord's prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right, we pray our hymn for this week, or sing, I should say. Oh, I haven't done chapel here at home this week. Okay, well, give me a second to get the the tune for us. Uh, Where are those? Talk amongst yourselves, (laughs) as I say. Uh, There it is, Abide, O Dearest
1: Jesus, right? Good. Abide, O dearest Jesus Among us with your grace That Satan may not harm us Nor we to sin give place Abide, O dear Redeemer us with your word and us now and hereafter through peace and joy afford <clears throat> abide with heavenly brightness among us precious love. Truth direct, and keep us from error's gloomy night. Abide with wretches blessings, among us bounteous Lord. Let us in grace and wisdom. Broadly through your word, abide with your protection among us, Lord, our strength. Last world and Satan, bell us and overcome at least. Abide, O faithful Savior, among us with your love. Grant steadfastness and keep us to reach our home above.
0: so glad to have you with us here all today for our congregation at prayer September 25th, 2020 Friday, Um, Lord be with you all and keep you safe also, um, just note yeah, today's Friday, September 25th, good (laughs) clicked the wrong button sorry about that, the uh, let's see, tomorrow yeah, you have the Old Testament text and we have our epistle text tomorrow as our uh, for our congregation at prayer so uh, you can look forward to that um, I'm going to have to pre-record it, because tomorrow we have the Random Lake Fall Fest, and I'll have my coffee available there, so I'll need to be setting up about that time. Um, so, But I'll pre-record it, so it'll be just like normal, 9 a.m., all right? Lord be with you all again, and uh, we'll see you later.
1: Have a blessed day.